everybody. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I hope you really enjoyed The Escape. We are joined by the director of The Escape, Dominic Savage. Thank you so much for joining us, Dominic. So, I mean, what an incredible story. What an incredible character study. Where did the idea for this come from? Um, the, the idea of the actual story was from a meeting that I had with Gemma, Gemma Arterton, about two years ago, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit over that. Um, and it was just a meeting, a general meeting, just to, just to say hello and see what we thought we could do. Um, and we, we had no preconceptions about it. We, we just talked. We talked about films that we liked. We talked about films that we aspired to make. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that we talked about was the idea of making a film that was unashamedly from this perspective, from her perspective as an actor. Um, and we talked about herself, her, her life, what she's like as a person, all those things. And, and, and I came up with this idea, which I actually had thought about uh, wanting to make as a documentary many years before, because um, it was a phenomenon that I'd, I'd heard about and I'd spoken to people that had, had actually done this. Um, and I just thought it would, it would make a challenging, provocative, difficult story to tell, which is what Gemma wanted to do. She wanted to do something that was challenging and, and, and difficult to go to. So that's, that's what I hope we achieved. And that decision to move then from documentary to drama, you know, how did that come about? That was a, quite a while back mm -hmm. before. Um, but I think I've always enjoyed the idea of making work that has um, realism about it, mm -hmm. that has characters that you see in a, in a way that you utterly believe them and you have no doubts about what they are feeling and going through. And I think for me, working in this way is the absolutely ideal place to be because it's, it's a really nice mix of things. It's, um, it's quite hard to put your finger on what, it, what, of, of what it, the effect of it is, I think, because I'm obviously very used to it. But I think from what I feel from people is that they, they get a sense of being involved in the absolute internal world of these characters mm -hmm. um, in a way that you, you don't always get with, with, uh, with drama. There's a real sort of bond and a strength between Gemma and Dominic Cooper because, you know, they've worked together before on Tomorrow Drew and a few other projects. Um, so what was the benefit of having, you know, already that bond there for this? Well, I think, you know, what was good about making this film was we, we all started, it was me and Gemma, we started this together and then um, our producer, Guy Healy, came on board who, who then started to make this thing happen, really, that's the point. So... We, we just thought, well, how do we want, we want to make this in the way that we want to make it. We want to work with the people we want to work with. I'd worked with Dominic before. Uh, Gemma knew him. And it was just, it's like it just absolutely made sense. It was a kind of... I like this idea of making um, work with, with a kind of troupe of actors that are kind of... Uh, that, that, go with you from film to film. It's like a, it's a lovely idea because you actually develop together. Yeah. The work becomes, you trust each other in a way that's, um, that, that, that is unique. And the work shows for itself in that way because um, you, you can just get straight in there with it. So, um, so it was an, an absolutely ideal match. And, and Dominic came into it knowing exactly that he was going to make it and be real and, and go for it. And, and, and that was always the case. So um, yeah, it's, that's, that's how it worked. How important are rehearsals for a film like this, which is you know, heavily improvised um, and very, very natural? Uh, rehearsals are just not allowed. Right. Not at all. <laughs> um, no. I mean, what we do is we, we, we know what it is that we're trying to tackle. We, we, talk, we talk about it a lot before we get 
to the actual filming of it. Uh, and a lot of it is about not knowing as well. Mm -hmm. It's kind of knowing what, what it is, and certainly, certainly knowing who, who, who they are playing, who, the, who that character is, and what we're trying to achieve and what the journey is going to be. But in terms of how, the how is always, I hope, to be a surprise. It's, it's that you want things to not know how they're going to turn out and to start with an idea, but actually things evolve and change and it becomes more interesting that, that what comes out of something that you didn't know. You know, you just try. And, and one of the features of this is that we just tried lots of different things, kept trying different ways, different ways of approaching the scenes. Um, and it's a lovely way of working because it's very experimental in, in many ways, you know, and whatever scenes are sort of for that day, you know, when, when we've got plans, say six or seven or eight scenes that we're going to shoot, it becomes much more because you add to it, you keep adding, you keep evolving and you keep trying. Sometimes you fail, but it, often you do, but it's, uh, um, but then you have, a, you have a scene that really just gets there. Were there any of those sorts of scenes that you would have loved to include, but it didn't perhaps quite work with the narrative that ended up? Um, there's, there's, all, there's, always, there's always more that you'd want to get that you don't get. There's always a sense in which... I mean, the thing is, you could just keep going with this. You could keep going. And if you had more time, yeah. you'd, just, you'd keep, keep making other elements to it and other um, aspects of it. But I just think what I, liked about, what I like about this process is that it's incredibly creatively free. Um, you know, it, it's about a group of people coming together and, and making something, make, making this story come to life in, in a very, uh, I think, quite unique way. I love that you're, you know, very sort of, you're not controlling about it. You don't, you're quite hands-off in that you trust your actors. Absolutely. I think, I think a lot of what I like to do is to allow things to happen rather than dictate what they should be. Mm -hmm. um, and it's in the allowing that I think is, is quite refreshing. I mean, I think um, it, it's... It, it, it's it's a way of working that um, maybe against that sort of idea of what a what a director really does. I mean, I like to feel my way through something with a scene. It's a very sensory process. It's not it's not like I want this, I'm going to get this, and then you've got to do this. And go do this. It's not that at all. It's like let's find a way to 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 achieve this idea, and let's let's try a few things here, and then. But nothing is no good. That's the thing. There's no, no idea or no way is 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 not good. It's just. It's not as effective or, you know, you just have to keep going until you get that very effective piece. Was it a way that Gemma and Dominic had, were used to working before? Was it quite new for them? Well, I don't think, I think it was Gemma's first Im improvised piece. I mean, I think this, this way of working, is, it's, what it requires is for the actors to be quite brave, really. They have to not worry about um, exposing elements of their reality, of their life, and... Um, that's an important aspect. I don't, it's not for every actor because mm -hmm. you have to give so much of yourself to it. So that, that's the difference. And I think as long as you have that um, ability and that bravery, then it's, it's going to work really well. But if you're cautious and if, you're, if, you're, if you feel overly vulnerable with it, it, it won't work. You've got to be prepared to be very exposing about yourself and to deal with your own issues too. That's the point of it. I want to talk about your use of close-ups. You know, you go, you're very intimate, very, very extreme close-ups. So why is that important to tell this kind of story? I mean, it's, it's just it's an approach that, I've, that I think was important because it always put us in uh, Tara's world, in her mind, in her, in her feelings. Um, it, was, it, was always, it was always going to be a film that 
that always dealt with every aspect of what she was going through. Um, and I didn't want to stray from that. I wanted to keep it very um, intact, that idea. Um, and it's unrelenting in that respect. I mean, it doesn't let anyone off the hook because you're always in there. You're always having to feel what she's feeling, good, good or bad. Um, and it's not... It, it's just having an approach that's just very um, um, firm about, about what I'm trying to do. And I think... Um, I was very pleased. I mean, you, you, sometimes you try things, and you start off with an idea, and, you, and, you, and it doesn't quite work, so you have to adjust it. But it, it worked, and we just kept going with it, you know. Um, and, and it evolved and got... I, I, think, I think that that's the beauty of film, isn't it, is that it can, it can say... Th that the actors can say things without saying the words. They can... The look, the feeling inside is transmitted through the camera, and it, and, and it can say so much more than often loads and loads of words can say. I found the, the sex scenes so uncomfortable to watch. I was getting quite, like, distraught at, you know, some moments. What kind of direction were you giving to the actors around those scenes? I was just like, I would love to have been a fly on the wall for that. <laughs> well, it, well it, it, was, it was really about... It, it wasn't me saying, I want this to be an upsetting scene where clearly... Jenna or Tara, the character, is is not enjoying what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, it was something that but we knew. I mean, the script said that. The script said that, that, that this is this is un, un, uninteresting sex for her. Uninteresting. Yeah. Is the word. Yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't. This is this makes this is upsetting her. This is distressing her. This is you know. But that's kind of how it started to evolve. It's like it was something that just felt. She was very uneasy with. She wasn't. She wasn't. But it, but it was ultimately both Dominic and Gemma's choice, uh, and it was in their power to do it in the way that they felt right for the story. Mm -hmm. So so I didn't say it's got to be like that. It's got to upset. You know, it's it's it was actually quite started quite gently. I mean, and also the way of making these is that, as I say about not knowing what it's going to be, and I don't think they quite knew what it was going to be. I think I think it just it it started. They got into it, and then. And the takes are quite long. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we don't, 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 there's no sense of it being, oh, this is the start and this is the end of it. It's just, it's whatever time that the actors want to take with it. Um, and, and let's see how, how, how it works or not. So what was in the script then for the later sex scene in Paris? Well, that was always meant to be a kind of release, a romantic, a, a very sensitive, very receptive, very beautiful uh, love scene mm -hmm. in many ways to contrast with what she was experiencing before, because this, she was she was free ultimately, and I think that was always something that um, that so so those those ideas are there they're, they're there in the script, but again, um, I mean a, a, an interesting thought is this actually I remember when we were doing that scene at the end um, in in the story that I had written um, when Tara discovers that the French guy has a family and a wife and a child. That she doesn't, she she gets very angry. She in in the script, she was going to get really angry with him, almost almost in a sort of um, physical way. Mm -hmm. And we tried that a few times, and it, and it clearly wasn't just it didn't just didn't feel right. Um, now, if that had been a normal thing, um, uh, I, I'd have wanted to keep going to make that work. But I, I realised that Gemma wasn't someone that really reacted like that. She's mm -hmm. someone that's much more. Just takes things and, and deals She's them in a quiet treats, way. Yeah. yeah. So it was actually made it very sad. So we went with the sadness, mm -hmm. and that was much more real for her, oh. and it was much more authentic in the end. 
What comment did you want to make about how mothers are portrayed? It felt like, you know, there was a lot of overriding kind of comments that were there, not just on film, but, you know, in society. We don't find out that Tara's her name until about an hour in. She's mummy. Yeah. Well, there's, there's many re relationships like this, really. I mean, it's, not, it's, not, it's, it's more the norm than the exception, I mm -hmm. think. I think there's a lot of people that are just, that are just getting on, making the best of it and, and, and getting through it. Um, and I think this is always going to be a story of someone that, that couldn't do that and had reached that point where, which I think is the exception. I think people, be, because of various reasons, economic, um, just, just because they have a setup which is good and it could get worse and and because there's also there's also there is this big responsibility to children of course mm -hmm. um which is a, a heavy a heavy thing to deal with if you if you if you don't don't fulfill it so it's a it's a it's a it's a difficult one um but i'm always interested in in difficult decisions and mm -hmm. difficult paths that people take um i'm interested in the yeah the difficult stuff of life really because I was quite surprised. I, I know not every film needs one, but when you were sort of thinking about the idea for this, did you imagine an antagonist? Was it Dominic? Was it society? You know, was there one? I th well, I, th I, th I think it's almost oneself sometimes. We, we are our own worst enemies in many, in many ways. Um, and I think, you know, what Tara is dealing with is this incredible sense within her of, un of, of deep unhappiness. Mm. Um, I mean, she's dealing with herself. She's dealing with her own demons, really, in many ways. Mm. Um, and I don't think, I don't think the, the people are bad around her. It's the circumstance, and, and probably it's the it's the life that, you know, ultimately it, it's it's this. It's for me the the big theme was about what we're supposed to be in life, as opposed to what we really want to be. Mm. You know, what you're how you're supposed to be as 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 a person, as a woman or as a man, as opposed to what we really are and what we really want to be. Um, I know it doesn't necessarily feel like it all of the time, but I do think that the escape is sort of steeped in romanticism. Um, so where does your desire for writing about romance stem from? Oh, <laughs> that's diff difficult. I think it's just what... I, th I think it's probably about the, 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 the fact that life is so imperfect, really, mm. isn't it? I mean, there is no such thing as a perfect life, and I think there are so many imperfections about us all. And it's a struggle to get it right. It's a constant struggle to... Um, so romance is an answer to that, if you like. It's an illusion in many ways, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, so I'm fascinated by those things, the illusion of beauty and romance, and, and, uh, and yet the difficulty and hardship um, that I think... I don't, I don't want to sound overly bleak about... Because <laughs> after all, Mamma Mia 2 is coming on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but it is. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough life, and I think... Mm -hmm. So, so you're right about the romantic aspect. There is, a, there is a deep romantic thread running through, which is the idea of freedom, the idea of something better, the idea of something that could be perfect, yeah. which, she, which she finds in that tapestry in some ways. And Paris, I mean, apart from the proximity and that being quite handy when you're yeah. kind of yeah. presumably on a smaller budget, um, why Paris, that kind of the romantic getaway, the romanticism well, it, of Paris? It is the... It, it, it feels like such the, the, an exotic escape mm -hmm. to place, doesn't it? Um, and there were, there were a number of reasons. It was, it was that. It's because I have this romantic, very long-standing feeling about Paris in so many ways, from child, childhood, actually. Um, it's the fact that 
Gemma has this sort of, at the time when I first met her, in fact, she was kind of living in Paris part of the time, and so she has this quite, this connection with Paris. She grew up right by Ebbsfleet Station, which is right. the Eurostart of Paris. So there was lots of links that just felt it's got to be Paris, yeah. you know? Um, and, and it was the idea that when I went, because we did this, uh, when we were starting out to make the film, I did this lookbook with, um, with Gemma. I went uh, down to her hometown of Gravesend and took some photographs of her as, it, uh, as the character. You know, it was the, the idea of it was to show financiers what the intention of the film was. And, um, and I took pictures in her house, in her, the room she grew up in, and, and, and her kitchen, and then her garden. And the garden, actually, back garden, sort of overlooks you look across and you can see sort of the, the wires of the train, train line. So it's like it all yeah. kind of all made sense. I'm going to turn it over to the audience now. So if any of you have got any questions, we do have a roving mic. So just stick your hand up and we'll come to you. I was very pleased to see Marta Keller um, make an appearance. And I wonder if that uh, stemmed from your liking of uh, the Lelouch film and Now My Love. Well, actually, M Martha was a suggestion to me and I, w I went to meet her and in Paris when thinking about that role. And, you know, we just, again, we spoke about her life and everything, and it, and it, and it transpired that she absolutely had escaped many things herself in her, in her real life, um, and completely understood the themes of the story. Um, she, she's someone that has, has lived a, 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 the word she says in the film are, are very autobiographical in many ways. She's had difficulties with relationships, with her marriage. And she really wanted to express it. And in fact, that, uh, where we shot it was her, her, her apartment in Paris. So she really embraced the whole idea of making this and the themes of it. It meant a lot to her. And you could always tell her, um, her very personal approach to it. And so, so in a way, it just came from a very organic, wonderful meeting we had. Um, can you tell us what the script, what the outline for the film looked like, roughly how many pages was it? And did the words in the action... Did it, did it come from the actors, or did it come from the script? So, um, Don, can, can you help me on this one? Come, come and say. Because it's, it's, the, the script is a, um, is a very accurate, in many ways, um, outline of, of, of all the intent. Um, it's, it's like all the, all the potential of, of the scene is there. Um, but it's potential. It's not the actual scene. It, it, if you like, they're little provocation. Each scene is a provocation to try and find something um, that, that we will then work with in, uh, on, on, um, on the day. And so in a, in a sense, the actual writing is, is a mixture of what's on the page and the intention and also in the moment. So, I mean, Dominic's very good at explaining this because it's... <laughs> <laughs> there's not, there's Try. An, there's an idea of what Dominic wants or thinks or suggests the, she, the scene should be. And then as you continue to try things, then he, the, the kind of, the, his genius is that he'll develop or see or view that at that point and decide that it's becoming something else and something more interesting for the story. But it's, a, it's an idea, it's a, like a, a kind of line of, this is how the scene should evolve, this is what I want to achieve, or I want these two characters to be experiencing. And then we do something that ultimately fails several times, and you look <laughs> blank-faced and rather sad. And when we think we've done absolutely well, the most wonderful work in the world, you go, mm, that didn't really work. <laughs> and then we try something else. And I think, yeah, it, it develops. But there's, there's no script. There's no well, actual right. script. There's no, there are no words. 
there are just there's an idea of how yeah what you what you this 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 part of the script how you see it developing and at this point in this house in this time this family what's going on they're waking up in the morning they're getting ready for work there's some friction between something or others so let's see how that evolves the child might not be and the brilliance was we the children were real they caused havoc. Real siblings as well, weren't they? Yeah, and they were difficult. And actually, the relationship between Gemma and the children was, at first, Not easy. worrying. <laughs> and then became kind of genius because it was part of her inability to communicate with her own children that led yeah. partly to her wanting to leave. But well, actually, in the script originally, you know, the, the idea was potentially that the children were, were, very, were very loving, very lovable. Uh, which made the actual leaving even harder in many ways. And that's another idea, another way of playing it, and would, would have worked in a different way. But as it turned out, and I met a number of children who were exactly that. They were very sweet, very loving. They would have played that loving child really well. And then I came across this house with this family living there, which I thought was interesting as a location. Turned out they had two children, a bit younger than I imagined, but... I thought they were really interesting. And the parents were like, could have been Mark and Tara. They were like, yeah. the parents were like cast. And then, and then there, was, there were these kids that were difficult. They were difficult. And I thought, it's a risk because, you know, when you're, when you're shooting something, you, you obviously want a bit of control, a sense of control. But I thought it's worth the risk. It's worth the risk of us losing control because it's going to be a very real challenge for both. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and there are moments when things work, don't work and we're stuck and you would, without us knowing, we'd do long, long, long takes staring into the distance talking about our lives and sort of going through you know, moments of very emotional bits that we thought were being included in the film, but actually they were just a kind of, not a technique, but a way to access something that was much more real. Yeah and connected with what the scene could become. Yep. Remember, you had us staring out of the window for at least an hour and a half, and you never said cut, ever. <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, that's the answer to the script. There is no script. Um, I remember showing one of these scripts to someone who just, said, who just did not get it. I mean, he, he, I think he was a... It was an agent, actually. He just said, what is this, a stream of consciousness? I don't, I don't yeah. get it. So it's not for everyone, clearly. Um, but it's, it's a way that you can work uh, um, in this quite unique way yeah. uh, with, a, with a group of people who want to work in this way as well. Um, and that's what, what's refreshing about it. Thank you. Great question. Um, one more at the back. There's a gentleman there. Yeah. Was the ending planned that way or had it evolved from somewhere else? Uh, the, the, en the ending was always... Un I was unsure of the ending, to be honest. Um, it was something, I'm always unsure of endings, they're, they're difficult. Um, and there were a number of different endings, um, but this one, and we shot a number of different endings too. Um, and there, there were ideas of reconciliation, there were ideas of her caving into it and going back, there were ideas of her being confronted with the children in Paris. The children did come to Paris um, as an idea, we tried that, we tried that version, tried many versions. In the end, I like the simplicity and the unansweredness of someone that has got to a place which is more her, it's troubled, she's not, she's not necessarily going to be, it's not going to be a happy life ahead, but it's, it's something, she's, she's made a decision. Um, and I think it's best for us to be left with that idea that we, we will wonder what will happen. There's lots that's going to happen, it's not the end really at all, but it's, it's the end of, some, of, of, a, of, a, of a time of her life where 
she was deep, deep unhappy. And I think at least there's a sense in which she's made a change which may not make her happier, but it's a change that she needed to make. Otherwise, she would have, she would have probably done something quite drastic, so even more drastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other questions? I think we've got time for one more. Yes, gentlemen down the front. There was a moment in the film where I felt the film was going to tip over into domestic violence. I mean, the scene in the kitchen. So I was curious to know, in the improvisations, did you, was it something you pulled back or were you, is there a sense that you might have taken the story in the context of everything else? Would you have taken that a bit further? Because it was quite, and the other moments was when she, she reacted with the kids like she swore at them really angry. Just yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm always interested, because I think in the end you have choices in the cutting room as to what you use and don't use. So it's, it's always, for me, better to have... Um, I mean, what I'm always conscious of is not doing things that are going to spoil stuff as well. So I don't want to ever spoil what... You know, I don't want to push things that, that mean that that... Because it's a, it's a delicate balance with that relationship. And although there are overtones of... Of, 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 of very difficult things. Um, in fact, I think some people have said that they worried that, that, that Tara herself would become violent with, with him. You know, there's all, all this stuff. I think, I think that would have become a different kind of film, really. I, I, I like the fact that it, it doesn't really ever go to somewhere really, um, really nasty. And these are not, not, they're not nasty people. They're, they're just ordinary, everyday people, like, trying to, trying to deal with stuff. Um, and this is, a, this is a case where that, that dealing with it, you know, they probably should have confronted it. it. I suppose it also says that people should talk more, shouldn't, shouldn't they? they should, yeah. <laughs> everyone should just deal with stuff from the very word go rather than let it fester and, or, or, or take, take more attention to each other, you know, give each other more time. Um, and I think those are more interesting ideas in a way. Oh. Um, I thought it was fantastic because it really re re um, portrayed what a lot of women, dare I say, go through mm -hmm. because you have that dilemma of being the perfect mother and also having that creative impulse. And it captured it beautifully and tragically, actually, <laughs> kind of yes, yes. cringing and crying and thinking, oh my God, you know, what we do to our children or to ourselves. But it was very well balanced and totally real. Thank you. It borders on depression, but really it's just that anxiety yeah. of wanting to be something more than a carer. Oh, yeah, it's very difficult. <laughs> it will, I don't know what it's going to do to a lot of families. <laughs> I dread to think. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, look, your film, we loved it. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for being here as well.